Hi, I'm Janelle. And I'm Monique. And welcome to Is Marriage Worth It? We are just two single chicks, girls, women. Anything but females. Trying to figure out what marriage is like and is it worth it? I'm assuming the best place to get the answers is from married people. Maybe engaged people, newlyweds, and even other singles. Each episode, we will have a guest answering different questions we have or that you may have about marriage. Join us as we try to figure out, is marriage worth it? And if it is, I wonder if my future husband or yours is listening right now. Hi, I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And welcome back to another episode of Is Marriage Worth It? So our guests today are Kyron and Andy. And the way that they became a guest I'm always on Facebook, just scrolling, seeing people's lives. And so uh, Kyron and I are friends on Facebook and we actually went to the same church way back when. And so I reached out and said, hey, would you guys be interested? And so he said he had to check with his wife. They got back to me. We had to reschedule, but we have finally locked it in. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. Can you hear us well? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. All righty. So to kick things off, can you just tell us a little bit about yourselves? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm Kyron. I actually go by KD. Um, yeah. So I am uh, a chaplain. I served 27 years in the military, mm-hmm. 17 of which came out of the Air Force. Uh, 11 of those 11 years after that, I did with the, uh, I'm sorry, 10 years I did with the Navy. I just retired from the Navy as a Navy chaplain three years ago, four, well, four years ago. Now it's 2024. Mm -hmm. And now I'm a chaplain for the federal prison, which is pretty cool. Mm. And, um, that's my interest is, 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 is seeing people grow in the Lord and, being a, a resource for, for people. Um, I love it. It's my passion. And I think that's what one of the things that attracts me to my wife, because we we actually share the same passion. We're both chaplains. So this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. We're, we're, oh, wow. we're married. We're chaplains together, doing a ministry together yeah. as chaplains. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit about me. I let my wife speak now. Okay, so um, I'm I'm Andy or Andrea, whichever one you want to call me, whichever floats your boat, you know, people call. So people call Andrea's so many things. They say Andrea, 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 Andy. So so you can just call me whatever you'd like. That's fine. But yeah, I'm also a chaplain. I've been with the um, federal government for uh, 20 years now. Um, I started as a correctional officer and then uh, moved up through um, some other positions uh, to chaplain. And so, um, so yeah, so I've been in the game for a while um, as far as working in prisons, which is very fulfilling. And I, I love it. I love being a chaplain. Um, and so that's really about it as far as what I do. Um, I believe I have two children. Uh, We have five together, I should say. (laughs) Uh, Most are adults, except for the small one, which is seven years old. Um, And so, uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. You know, I love the Lord. I love this man. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I guess they can't see that. But I love the Lord. I love my husband. I love my family. Um, and that's really just it. Yeah. Okay. So how long have you guys been married? <laughs> it depends on if we're giving you <laughs> the date, the the public uh wedding date or the private wedding date. We actually had two marriages. Oh so, yeah. So we eloped initially. Oh, okay. Okay. Um we just didn't want to waste time. Uh <laughs> we knew that we knew that God had brought us together. Like there was absolutely no doubt. Yeah. Mm. Like it was, it was, there was zero doubt. Um, and so after I would say 90 days exactly Mm. of becoming, being in a relationship Mm -hmm. after 90 days from the first time we actually talked seriously and uh, yeah, it was 90 days from the time that we talked seriously until the time that we decided that we would, uh, go and get married. So that would wow. be November 8th, 2021. Yep. So that makes it two years. Mm-hmm. It will be three years in November. Mm-hmm. Next November, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then we got married publicly. With, publicly and with our friends and family and had a wedding and all that in June of 2022. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did your family know you had eloped or? Oh, um, so they thought no. you got engaged. Was Is it one of those, oh, we're engaged, but we had really gotten married? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we were married and um, we, just did, we, just, we, we wanted to keep it private. We wanted to keep okay. it between us because, mm-hmm. first of all, we understood that I had been recently divorced and he had also been divorced a few years. And so it was very sensitive at the time. Mm. So we didn't want to, um, we didn't want to just kind of like put this on everyone. You know what I'm saying? We didn't want, we wanted to be free in our marriage. We knew where God was taking us. And we understood the assignment that God had for us. Um, And so we decided that we was just, we were going to get married. We were going to honor God, honor ourselves, honor each other. Um, But we were also going to not involve too many people in that because we just knew that they wouldn't understand. Yeah, We we, we were just like, they're not going to understand this Mm -hmm. because you have to remember that both families and friends mm-hmm. had been there with us through divorces, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. and so if if it's kind of like, wow, you you're in a relationship again, like are you <laughs> <laughs> you guys, like you gonna do this again? <laughs> like can we heal? You know, but they had no idea that I was already in my like they. They didn't know I was already healed, you know. Like, <laughs> I had already done a great work within me, so I was ready. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I haven't emotionally recovered from your last marriage. Let me let me have my time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so with that being said, we really wanted to um just make sure that uh we 
kept what we had protected. I think that's the best word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. We wanted to protect what we had. Okay. And so we had to gradually move everybody else into it. So while we were already 20 steps ahead, <laughs> everybody else wasn't. They were they were still emotionally recovering from our past. Yeah. And, and we just could, we didn't want to live there. <laughs> we didn't want to live there no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you guys tell your children or did your children also find out the same time that everybody else did? Mm-hmm. The children knew. Yeah, our children knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But we, we told them. Uh, to keep it between us at some point. Um, yeah, so it was, <laughs> there was a, <laughs> there was some things that came out of that, but yeah. not everybody was happy once they found out that we were, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, but between our children, our children knew they were very happy. We explained it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we just said, you know, just everybody's not going to understand. So we want you guys to keep it private for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But it's a we didn't even matter. talk about parents. Did we tell our parents? Nah. No, we didn't even talk parents. Okay. Y'all really are teased. <laughs> <I hear> you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, everybody's still emotionally recovering from other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we just couldn't, I guess, it was to protect them also, yeah. if I can say that. Okay. Did you guys have any... Um, friends and family after you guys did get married come to you either together or separately and say hey like bring up that past to you guys and say "Mm, I don't think you guys should have done this or anything like that Hmm. not on my side not on mine either Um, I think once what what do you have to say no in fact um, once people started to see us together it wasn't long before they realized this 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 clicks. This works. Mm. It's like I think it became unanimous. Like er- everybody was able to see that we had chemistry. We had something good here, and um, um, and and, and I just think we had their well wishes. Then they're more than their criticism or mm-hmm. or anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think social media had a lot to do with yep, it yep. because of of kind of gradually pulling everyone into our relationship. Because yeah. like while we didn't have like relationship status, oh, we're in a relationship. We didn't have any of that. Um, but what we did was openly flirt a lot. <laughs> 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 and it was so genuine and cute. Um, you know, I would post a picture and he had these, he has just this way with words and he's like, oh, you're so beautiful. Look at that. And I'm going to just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I used to be like, oh, you're so cute. And man of God, you yeah. We were so extra, but we, I mean, we were genuine about it. Uh, but at the same time, people kind of started seeing between the lines, like looking at these posts and looking at our comments and then kind of like, oh, you're so, so cute. And, you know, so yeah. that's kind of like how we gradually pulled them in. <laughs> and, so, and so finally, I think like on, I think on uh, Valentine's Day, we had announced, you know, that we we had announced an engagement. Like we said, oh, okay. we are having a wedding, you know, this is, you know, so we mm-hmm. announced an engagement back in February and then we got married that following June, like open wedding. 
following you. Oh, okay. okay. So we had to gradually pull everybody into it. Yeah. <laughs> You guys did a soft launch. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Definitely not a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> Very successful. We did it. Uh-huh. I love that. So we're going to rewind a little bit because mm-hmm. you guys said from the time that you guys kind of met and then 90 days later, but how did you guys actually meet? Mm-hmm. I think she's the best. <laughs> <laughs> She she's the best record keeping on on those facts. I'm gonna let well, Mrs. Bell do the talk. Well, so don't let me do all the talking. Just, like, okay, so okay, so prior to like year a few years um, ago, prior to okay, so we started um, seeing each other end of 2021. Before that, we um, had like a conversation um, because he wanted to be a chaplain. And so it was just so odd because his brother who lives in San Antonio, Texas was friends with the coworker of mine who lives in San Antonio, Texas. I lived in Florida at the time. And so this coworker who I never seen face to face, by the way, was just like relationship by working says, Mm -hmm. Hey, I have a uh, a church member. I have a, a church member that I, a, a person I go to church with, and his brother is looking to do chaplaincy with the BOP. Uh, will you talk to him? And I was like, sure, tell him to call me. And you know, this and the third. And so he called, and uh, we were on a call, and I, it was nothing, uh, nothing to it. Just- this Go is ahead. 2019, by the way. It's yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, it, there was nothing to it. There was no nothing. We was just kind of like he was just like, "Hey, um, I want to know about this job." And so we spent about 45 minutes just talking about the job, and that was mm-hmm. it. Like, so after that conversation, we had not talked again ever until kind of like later during the time that we were divorcing and he had already been divorced and then we kind of hooked up again. And so we hooked up again because we became friends on Facebook and I saw him put this like thirst trap picture up, right? So I never know. I never noticed him before. Like never, ever. Like we became friends on Facebook. Okay, whatever, you know, and I'm dating, you know, but he had put this thirst trap up and well what made it a thirst trap well oh okay so i'll give these <laughs> yeah so he had his muscles like he was just had worked out he had his muscles he was all swollen his big arms and all this stuff and i was like oh okay you know so it was like all of a sudden literally it was like these blind it's like to get the scales were removed and it's like you ever seen those those like cartoons where you know like a daffy duck or something and get hearts in their eyes you know (laughs) that was was me (laughs) that was me i had these hearts in my eyes like oh okay so So, katie yeah you're, you're saying that wasn't a thirst trap you just wanted to show the world you went to the gym that day uh well, well, I mean, if you're single, right? <laughs> if you're single, oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I didn't see you no, know, I didn't, I didn't see you no know, crime. Thirst traps aren't a crime if you're single, 
Right. I mean, I'm single, so it was like, um, yeah, um, and I'm available. So I guess that was a little uh, a, a tease of such. I like, mm-hmm. yeah. You, I'm busted. Let me, let me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk. You. I'm busted. Thank you. I'm busted. The mulberry bush. I thought I could try to talk myself out of it, but I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. It was, it was so enough of thirst trap, and it, and it trapped what I wanted it to trap. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So he put up that thirst trap. And so after that, I just kind of DM'd him like, hey, because at the time he was looking for a, a job in like in Brooklyn, which is my hometown. And I and I and I saw that and I was like, hey, did you get the job? You know, hey. And then I put like, call me and here's my, you know, put my number in there. Let me know. But I couldn't let him know that I, I was attracted to the, the picture or attracted to him. I was just like, hey, look, just call me. Talk talk to me about that. How'd it go? It's about her. I, I, I saw right through that. The minute she said, call me, <laughs> knowing that um, I only had a work number, but this time she said, call me, and she left me her cell phone number. Oh. So the minute she left me the cell phone number, talking about call me, I knew we was going to something. <laughs> Yeah. How long did it take to call? Um, he called that very day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> did not take long at all. Yeah. He called the trap day. was set and it was captured. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. So he called that very day and we literally did not stop talking from that point on. Like we were on the phone for hours like I can remember us being on video chats and because we still we were long distance so we were on the phone for all day every day all night two in the morning like we did this crash course of like (laughs) getting to know each other 24 7 24 hours a day seven days a week it Mm. felt like um, but we were just we just instantly just clicked. Yeah. 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 Instantly. It was like, and oh well, I'll just say this also. After I seen a picture and before I even talked to him, mm-hmm. um, God sent me a vision <laughs> about him. And um this is just one little nugget I want to say, you know. God has a way of really allowing your spirit to be in line with who you're supposed to be with. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand that being sensitive to your spirit being is extremely important when you are looking for or interacting with a mate, you know, a possible mate. If your spirits don't line up, you know, in a way that gives you peace mm-hmm. and serenity and joy, um, I, I think you should just definitely take a, a look at that twice. But anyway, God has sent me a vision. And um, in in this dream, this is, I hadn't even talked to him yet, by the way. I was coming out my room, my bedroom in my old house, <laughs> And I walked out the the bathroom and he was like sitting on my bed and he was sitting there and he was like heading up against the bed. And he said, look, we not 
he was like, what are you doing here? And this is what I'm saying to him. I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, look, we're, you know, I'm I, I'm not here. We're not going to have sex. We're, this is what he said in a dream. I'm okay. not here to have sex with you. I'm just, I'm just here. And I was like, wow. Like, I'm dreaming about this guy. What in the world? So anyway, <laughs> that was something that, like, got, like I said, again, that was the blinders coming off of me. Wow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So at the point of you guys have been talking like nonstop, like when did it click that you may have gone like, this is my person? Mm. Well, for me, um, <clears throat> I was, um, was it day seven? It was day seven. Day seven it began to uh, become clear to me that she was it because I came into a relationship uh, with a checklist of what I was looking for. In fact, it was a checklist that was in the form of a prayer. And I'm going to read this. You got time? I'm going to read this prayer out loud. Because mm-hmm. in this prayer was the, uh, the very thing that I asked God to give me in a woman. And this was a prayer that was written before I even met her, mm-hmm. because after that last divorce, I realized that um, I didn't have any more room for error. So if I was going to do this again, then I needed God's help and mm-hmm. guidance the, the, the second time around. So here's okay. my prayer. I said, dear Heavenly Father, Today, I come before you humbly and unashamed to admit that I am woefully unprepared to find my next life partner without you. Mm. Though I failed in relationships before, Mm. I understand my failure is in no way attributable to you. Mm. I failed when I decided to prioritize my flesh Mm -hmm. over faith Mm. and lust over real love. This time, Father, I want to seek first the kingdom of God and the business of God and trust that my needs and my desires would become your priority to address. Mm. So if I were given an opportunity to describe what I desire in a woman, I would say that I desire a woman who loves the Lord, reveres his word, desires to worship with her man and study and prayer and grow with them spiritually to not be afraid to be vulnerable with me. She will have a desire to protect my heart. She will uphold loyalty to me. She will will respect me and and will have no interest in competing with me. Mm. She would enjoy spending time with me and various activities such as walks, working out, trips, vacations, watching sports, movies. She would be financially independent and she would make love to her man passionately and often. (laughs) (laughs) But it ain't, I ain't done, I ain't done. I ain't done yet. Yeah, let's finish the prayer. So I need more of the prayer. (laughs) The other half, so, 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 the way in my mind, I, I, I was like, yo, God, if you and if you give me a woman like this, mm-hmm. my checklist, God, I, I need you to make me to be 
the kind of man that's prepared for this woman. So I said, and I promise, Father, that I will call on you to help me to be a good man, mm-hmm. an honest man, a godly man, a trustworthy man, a man who puts my wife above all others, a man who puts my wife's needs above my own, mm-hmm. a man who was willing to be vulnerable, a man who will stand behind his wife in all things, a man who will become a student of his wife to ensure I can better understand her. A man who will protect my wife's heart as I protect her body and her mind. A man my wife will be proud of to bring home to her mama and others. <laughs> I want to be the man my wife will feel comfortable and safe and honoring and deeply respected. The type of man who will seek to put his wife's climax before my own. A man, <laughs> a man who will love his wife like Christ loved the church, even to the extent that I would give my life for her. And so I laid that prayer out. This was before I met her. And so I'm going into this relationship knowing what I'm looking for. And it didn't take but by day seven for me to see that she had met everything that I was asking. But now the sex part, I didn't know because we ain't do it. But I just, but I just imagine, I just imagine that it it it, it would be magical. I just imagine that. <laughs> so, but that that to me was 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 my guide into this. Mm-hmm. I, I I just didn't want to go into relationships the way I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. This time around, I wanted to be guided by the Holy Spirit, and um, this time it pay, it paid off. Amen. Amen. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So for me, I was just like, you know, I didn't have a detailed prayer like he had. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did not. But um, not written out, at least. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, for me, there were. uh, several things that I had in mind that I knew that I, of, of you know, what I needed, you know, and I needed, I knew that I needed a protector. I knew that I needed a man that didn't need to be saved. That's very important because as mm-hmm. black women, we tend to come into relationships thinking that we're going to save somebody. And that's what we spend a lot of time doing. Um, and while we're doing that, you know, we become codependent, you know, it becomes toxic. We, you know, we just create these really bad environments for mm-hmm. ourselves when we try to save, you know, it's kind of, you know, it, and, and it's, it's a part of the makeup of who we are because we're strong by nature and we're also nurturers by nature. And we also feel the need to always save a man, you know what I mean? So anyway, it was important to me to not have that. To, to that part, you know, I didn't want that part where I felt like I needed to save him. You know, mm-hmm. um, I needed an emotionally well man. I needed a, um, a, a, a man that had structure. Um, and, and he just kind of, he just fit all that for me. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a structured person. Um, I'm a visionary and structured person on one end, but at the other end, I'm a very free spirit. I like to go mm-hmm. with the flow, you know, mm-hmm. and he is the opposite. He is like, you know, and yeah, and I'm like, hey, let's 
you know, skip through li- through the valley with, you know, some lilies and, you know, <laughs> and he's just like, well, before we do that, let's just make sure, you know, what time are we going to the valley? And <laughs> are we going to have, what sneakers we going to have? Like, he's just very, <laughs> very detailed. So, um, so yeah, so that, that was just very important to me. And there was some other things that I, I listed after I had thought about it. And, um, but I just wanted to make sure that um, he was just going to be a man that was going to protect me. And that was going to love me well. I just wanted to be loved well, mm-hmm. you know, not in an abusive environment, not mm-hmm. in an environment that I had had before where I ignored all the red flags. And but this time and 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 I think one of the other main things but that I asked God overall, I said, Lord. I will not choose him. You will. Mm. You will choose him. Because before I had chose and I asked God for that. Mm -hmm. Let me have that. That's what I want, Lord. Give me that (laughs) one right there. That's Mm. what I want, you know. But I realized that God knows best. He knows what we need and what we ultimately desire. He knows best. He knows us in and he knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so my thought was, Lord, I want you to choose. I want it to be your choice. And I want to walk in your will, your will concerning a mate and a husband for me. Love that. Wow. So it's so interesting to hear you both had different things like in your heads of, you know, you've been through. Um, you've been through things. And so now you're just like, you know, this is kind of like a checklist. This is what I'm looking for. And the thing is that when you guys found each other, it's amazing to hear how your checklist complements really each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like listening to yours, Katie, and then listening to yours, Andy. It's just like, wow, the way that it kind of just fits together is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. We thank God for it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it became, you know, having a checklist in advance and being able to see the qualities, you know, just play out in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. It became confirmation that this is, she's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really believe that the prayer was was even even the idea in the prayer, the the qualities were 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 all God centered. They were they were mm-hmm. they were Christ centered. They it was what to me uh, the foundation of what a a marriage would need to thrive. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she her qualities able to line up with what I was asking for, man, it was just confirmation. Like God, I. You're really giving me another another try mm-hmm. because you're mm-hmm. giving me this woman, um, and, and and I and I and I received her as a gift. Like this was a gift. This was God giving me another try at love. Mm-hmm. Even though I failed before, mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. gracious enough to give me another try. Mm-hmm. And so the confirming um, part of this man. Um, it helped me to become more motivated because remember in my prayer, I asked that God will help me to become a better mm-hmm. me. And so now that I knew I had the right one, 
So the rest of the, the time that we were together was was making sure, God, don't let me fail you. And so I I stayed in prayer to make sure that I lived up to who I said I would be if God came through on his end. Mm-hmm. And baby, have I lived up to? You have exceeded. Oh, you have God. only lived up to, but you have exceeded. Praise I God. thank God um, <clears throat> that you have. Like every day I get up and I wonder, I, I mean, that's been a long time just kind of feeling like it was surreal. And then going through through the times in our lives together, mm. like, is it, is he going to change? <laughs> is, is, is it going to, is he going to wake up one day and, you know, you know, but that's my own fear though. Right. That's my mm-hmm. own fear. That's my own hangups, my own past trauma that kind of pops up every now and then. But each time, you know, I don't have those moments anymore. You know what I mean? But initially it was really hard because of what I had been through, but now <clears throat> Anytime I have those feelings and thoughts, I mainly I take it to God first. Right. Mm -hmm. And I tell him what I'm having. And then as soon as that happens, he comes in and in some way just reassures me that I'm safe. Mm -hmm. Like you're good. You're safe. And I also want to be a safe place for him. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things I love about him so much is his transparency with me. Right. He's so transparent. You know, um, and and we're real. Like we don't hide our 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 pitfalls, our failures. We don't we don't hide those things from one another. You know, mm. because it would only give the devil um, a playground to fester on and play with. Mm-hmm. So if we're honest and we're open and we're real, transparent, then and 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 exposed, really, um, then he has he doesn't have a lot to 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 play with. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a lot to play with, you know? So, um, so yeah, yeah, you have, you have exceeded my expectations. I, I'm honored. I'm blessed to have you. Amen. I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. Great. So, um, you've both mentioned that you were previously married. How long were you previously married for? <laughs> well, for me, it was, uh, it was over 20 years. Probably about 20, 21 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, in the previous marriage. In fact, uh, it was with a woman who we divorced and then we got remarried. So oh. if you combine the time, the, the, you know, the time of the first marriage and the second marriage, yeah, it, it was over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And my marriage lasted for nine years. Okay. Yeah, my marriage lasted for nine years. So, and how did you guys know that you were ready to get remarried? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. I didn't feel like I had made up my mind, honestly, that I wasn't going to get married again. Mm. I don't know how that was going to work out for (laughs) me, considering (laughs) we are. We always talk about that. Like, how you go? How you? How's that gonna work out for you? You know. <laughs> but I was like, oh no, I'm not getting married again. I'm just gonna be this super single mom, and I'm gonna, you know, blah blah blah. No, thank you. You know, <laughs> no, thank you. No more marriage for me. I'm done. I'm gonna travel the world, and I'm gonna <laughs> do this, and I'm gonna live my just single life, and go on trips with my girlfriends, and. 
I'm just going to do that. Yeah, that's the life I'm going to live. Mm. How long did that last? Uh, a few months. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, seriously, no. Um, well, I was separated for uh, about a year and a half prior to my divorce. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, so during that separation time, mm-hmm. I think I, it, 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 that's when I kind of like lived a little bit for myself. And, but oh, in that okay. process, I just needed so much healing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And, so all those things, traveling, going with my girlfriends, doing things I wanted to do, pouring into my children was a part of my healing process. Absolutely. You know, so so that was really a part of my healing process. But yeah, I did, I did it for a little while. <laughs> but <laughs> after I met this guy, you know, I was like, no, I ain't getting nobody else. And I told my mentor, um, who is a, a pastor, and I said, listen, I said, look, I'm not, I don't, if I don't ever see another Negro again, I am good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good. I told her. And Over said, all of them. Yeah. She said, dear, that's, that's, that's good. That's very nice and all, but I'm just letting you know that, um, you know, uh, God, you know, that's not going to happen. God is going to give you, you know, a wonderful man. That's going to be exactly what God wants you to, God wants him to be for you. Mm. And so she said that, and I was just like, "Oh, I don't know about that," you know. And <laughs> <laughs> turns out she was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, and for you, yeah. Katie, um, how did I? So the question is, how did I know I was ready for marriage again? Mm-hmm. Um. Well. One thing I did know is it, it wasn't sustainable to be single and be saved. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can read between that. <laughs> I, oh, I, I got like you. To, I'm following that. Okay. <laughs> I see you, chaplain. <laughs> I, I will consider myself a, 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 a moral, upright person. And um, and I, I, I try to live by the good book but if i'm single i'm not living by the good book man um unfortunately i i I, i'm not i don't have the the gift of paul (laughs) you know i i I, I, that's that that's not my ministry man (laughs) and that's why paul told us that you know some of y'all need to be married yeah 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 and because I knew I couldn't really endure the the single and safe and, and being saved, I, I I needed a wife, man. I like I I I needed to make sure that I was in covenant with um a a, a good woman. And I kind of felt like I owed myself to to uh because truthfully, truth be told, mm-hmm. I don't think I did a real good job in a previous marriage. Mm. You know, in terms of my conduct, uh, you know, my thinking, uh, um, and, and I and I and I knew, I knew better. Mm. I knew I knew better, and I and I kept saying, saying to God, um, God, I know I'm better than this. Mm-hmm. I know I'm better than this, and this was me talking to myself in the previous marriage. Mm-hmm. And this was me talking to myself when I was single, like after the divorce. 
I'm better than this. I'm better than this than this this guy here who who is who is just a wild cannon. Like I'm I'm better than this. Hmm. And so um and I that's why I feel so I feel so blessed now because God and he 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 trusted me to 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 give me love again. Hmm. Because he could have been, he could have been through with me and say, "Look, you know what, son, you're, you're, you, you, you don't know how to treat. Yeah, you don't know how to treat a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you a gift and let you destroy some woman. I'm not going to just. That's not fair to to a woman. How can I give you a, a, a gift and, and you just abuse it? You just mistreat it. The fact that he entrusted me with this gift again was confirmation that man he." He was, he had confidence in me to do it right. Mm. And so, um, yeah, so marriage, uh, yeah, I, I, the single life thing for me. So I guess that's how I'm answering your question because I know the single life thing for me, uh, then it's incumbent on me to, 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 to line up with God and try this thing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I like the honesty. Mm-hmm. I feel I said I like the honesty. I feel like there's a lot of people out there that that if they knew if they were to be honest with themselves, you know, yeah. if if that's if those are the moral standards that they hold for themselves, then they should they need to be in the covenant of marriage. So yeah. I I commend you on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> One of my uh, more vulnerable moments there. <laughs> Transparency. He was. Yeah. He was. I got you. How did you guys introduce your children to each other? Um, because you were in I a long distance relationship, children. right? Mm-hmm. Huh? You were long distance when you were dating. Yeah, mm-hmm, we were. Um, so he would come down, really. I think he met my children first and he came to see me and uh, we hung out. And um, that was really the first time, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he came down to see me. <laughs> we interacted, you know, we hung out a little bit. And um, and that was really it. And then it just kind of fell into place. And then for me, I met his children. Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, like one year, um, we were in the same town uh, during this particular year. And he came by and he met some of my family and I met his mom. And, you know, so it was it was this kind of, you know, mm-hmm. it was it was, it just flowed well. You know what I mean? Um, we didn't have, um, you know, our, most of our kids are grown. Like I said, mm-hmm. our two children, which is the younger one, uh, seven. And then at the time, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just, it just meshed really well. So those two get along very well. They really love each other. The two younger ones, uh-huh. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they hang out, they, they laugh, they play together. They, uh, it, it, it was like a perfect fit for those two. Mm-hmm. So the two younger ones are the ones that interact 
most, but the other ones are grown. They're all, okay. you know, on their own and doing their own thing. So we get together when we can. We got together for mm-hmm. the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we did much else after that. Because everybody's just kind of leading their lives. Like they're all, yeah. our kids, are, our older children are in places where they're finding themselves, they're establishing mm-hmm. their lives, you know, they're, they're doing yeah. their thing, you know. And mm-hmm. so just make sure we check in, make sure the kids are good and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but that's how we introduced them all, just kind of mm-hmm. randomly and anytime we could. <laughs> So what was your guys' first year of marriage like? You can either go it off of your private one or your public. (laughs) Whichever (laughs) way you want to take that year. (laughs) Uh, That's good. Yeah. Well, it's all been really good. Yeah, really. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, honeymoon. We're Mm -hmm. we're still in our honeymoon stage. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know if it's going in. I mean, if we keep if we keep what what we're what we're doing, I mean, mm-hmm. we really have a good foundation. So uh, even the times that we had to, we have to have uh, difficult conversations, mm-hmm. uh, conversations conversations that could uh, and and if if we were with anybody else, they would they could probably very well be become uh, explosive, mm-hmm. destructive. Mm-hmm. But even there, we're, we're so respectful each, of each other mm-hmm. that our conversations, even in conflict, they never escalate to they mm-hmm. become something where I'm disrespecting her or she's disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that stuff, it, it doesn't happen. And, and those are the 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 the, the, the things that I think mm-hmm. we're 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 both committed to mm-hmm. to creating those kind of ground rules like we don't do that here mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we don't we don't disrespect each other like there's a way if we need to deal with a conflict there is a, a way to do that yeah you know and, and to get the point across and and i don't have to disrespect you to do that i don't got a strong arm you to do that mm-hmm. just yeah yeah i mean we've had disagreements and like i said very uncomfortable conversations and during those times we don't yell at each other you know we allow time for the person to speak we allow time to listen mm-hmm. um i think we do all the things that as chaplains that we learned wow. <laughs> being counselors and learning all of that stuff like those we like we actually put those things into practice That's true. you know That's true. um and, and and that works out well. I think having that knowledge of counseling others and how to do effective listening, mm-hmm. you know, how to be respectful of person's time speaking and mm-hmm. not over talk, like all of those things have been, um, you know, something that we practice on a regular basis. But, you know, we speak we can speak passionately with one another Um I've, I've been upset with him before, you know, <laughs> you know it, it doesn't last too long because then he starts with his woo, 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 woo. <laughs> and then he starts charming me. And then I'm like, oh, okay, forget it. I'm done. You know, so, <laughs> I try to come back to it though. Like, hey, look, I just want you to know I'm still thinking about that issue, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, when we um when we speak, we just we and, and we don't hold on to stuff. Mm-hmm. 
it's it. so, like we don't hold on to stuff when we have an issue between us we have this practice i don't think any of us can hold it like we gotta get it out like we will stop in the middle of an entire cruise cruise <laughs> oh, oh, or, or, Disney cruise. Or, or a party right like we were at a party and just enjoying ourselves something happened and we we was we were kind of feeling some kind of way towards each other about it and we mm-hmm. literally sat like on the side of the party and just sat outside away from everybody for about an hour and talked through <laughs> what our issue was we weren't yelling we were just talking through it mm-hmm. and then after we finish we go you good we're like i'm good are you good yeah, yeah i'm good all right let's 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 move forward and then we just move on yeah mm-hmm. and that's worked for us you know nice that's worked for us how how did you guys get into well i know you guys are both chaplains but how did you guys get into doing your ministry together Mm. i think we just started doing our ministry together like outside of being chaplains um Uh okay so we're chaplains within institutions right Mm -hmm. um and then together um we haven't done we 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 really j- just began to have vision and God just really began to give us vision about where we need to go in ministry together. Like we've been talking about that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Right? Like what's like what are we doing? Like because we know God has taken us somewhere. We just we just weren't sure where we were going. So right now we're starting on uh we did a um we did a, a wedding together. So we officiated oh. a wedding together. So he, I, we were both standing there. We married my girlfriend and her new husband. Um, and we both stood there together and married the both of them. Oh, okay. which, which was something. And we was like, oh, well, there's something to this. Like, it was really meaningful. And everybody thought that it was a very wonderful touch to it. Um, and then now we're doing um, a couple's retreat. Um, that's coming up next week. And we have a few friends and family. Um, it's kind of like a soft launch of um, more couples retreats. Okay. Um, and we're doing something just very small. You know, we're all going to go to like a big Airbnb and hang out there and, you know, have some workshops and talk and have some fun and do couple mm-hmm. stuff. And and our theme uh, is kind of growing closer uh, just to be close to you. And mm-hmm. thing is growing closer together. You know, we don't want to assume that everybody's marriage is horrible all the time. So the thought is you always have room to grow closer. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So let's grow closer. How do we do that? And so we're going to do that uh, this uh, next weekend or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to that. So that's going to be like our first or second rather real ministry event together. Yeah. And so we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure that out. Awesome. Mm -hmm. One of our favorite questions to ask couples are, so what is your favorite thing about your spouse? Hmm. You go first. No. (laughs) Oh, for me, my favorite is, uh, her joy. I tell her she has a an audible smile. 
<laughs> in other words, I could be on a phone with her. I can't see her, but I can hear her smile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, and and it's a uh, it's 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 worth rushing home from work for to to see this joy, to see this this smile. Mm-hmm. This woman has uh, so much joy pinned up inside of her. And, and despite everything that she's gone through previously, she has a lot of joy just radiating out of her. And, and, it's, and it's fun to be around. Because I can, admittedly, sometimes I could be so focused because I'm, I could be so structured and 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 rigid with my military background mm-hmm. that for me is helpful to have someone to help break down that and just smile. <laughs> so I, yeah, definitely the favorite part of her is 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 the her her joy that she brings to the house, mm-hmm. to the room wherever we go. I mean, she lights the room up with a smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sweet. <laughs> Too. <laughs> yeah. She even got me smiling more often. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. So the one thing. T- tell me the question again, because I want to make sure. I- What's your favorite thing about my house? favorite thing? Mm-hmm. Oh man, there there are a lot of favorite things. I must say. Uh, that I have with him, but my most favorite is the way that he encourages me. And um, like, although I have this joy, right? Um, there's a part of me that is a little insecure, mm-hmm. and I can I can admit that, and not insecure in like. Um, you know, like how I look or, you know, anything like that, but um, insecure in the possibilities of my life, like how far I can go, my goals, my, my ambition, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't go too far. Oh, you know, I can't be too great. You know, I was, I was always in this place where I wouldn't allow myself to be great or be the person that God made me to be because I always felt like, and I was always told that I have to be the super duper humble person that kind of comes under the scale and under the radar. And I had to make the, I had to understand the difference between being humble and then allowing God to use you in greatness, which is two different things. And so I kind of mixed those up, but he's very clear about it. Like you, it's okay. You, you can still be humble, but go ahead and walk into what God has called you to do. Go ahead and walk there. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and, you know, be that person. I'm like, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. You know? So he's like my biggest cheerleader and encourager. And so that, that's my favorite thing about him. Like I appreciate, I'm so thankful for that encouragement. And just that that cheerleader, because I, I was just telling him today, I recently got promoted and I was just telling him that, you know, I've never had that before. I've never had anyone celebrate me and encourage me the way that you do. So I'm so grateful. So that's my awesome. favorite thing. And congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I love it for you. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, you might have mentioned some of them earlier, but what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned from being married? Mm. In general? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, um, biggest lessons that I've learned. Um, forgive each other often. Mm-hmm. Forgive each other often. That's one of the biggest lessons I've learned. Um, being able to, you know, not allow the sun to go down on your anger, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're not angry the next day, but it really is um it really signifies not allowing things to remain in your heart, you know, to, to pick away at your heart, to pick away at your joy. So that's one of the things that I've, I've learned. And I've also learned, um, I've also learned to um, really be passionate, you know, really be passionate. We are very passionate with one another, mm-hmm. uh, physically, physically passionate. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people miss that. I could be wrong, but our love languages is physical touch and we like to touch each other. And <laughs> <laughs> you said that. <laughs> and it's the truth. You don't have to strike that for the record because I want people to hear that, but I can't believe I said it. You know, I was waiting for him to say it, but it wasn't yeah. going to come out of my mouth. But mm-hmm. hey, here we are. We're adults. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so, um, and I don't mean, it doesn't have to be sex, right? Right. So I'm not talking right. about sex all the time. I'm talking about intimacy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about touch. I'm talking about being close. I'm talking about, I remember we, we love each other physically so much that, or, or love on each other physically, that I can remember, uh, this, it's so silly, but it, it's, you know, like he's breathing and I'm like, this so, I'm breathing in his air. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm breathing in your air. It's been- <laughs> <laughs> How intoxicated we are with the love that we have for one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it. I'm done. Mm. <laughs> Katie, you have any lessons to impart? <laughs> Nah, lessons is um so if I had to talk to to Katie twenty years ago, I would mm-hmm. tell tell him to um be vulnerable. Mm. Be vulnerable. Um mm. because if I'm vulnerable, I'm telling her that I'm I'm giving you something that's that's precious to me. I'm giving up something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm exposing my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm exposing my weaknesses. I'm expo- I'm exposing something that if I give it to you, you could turn around and hurt me back. But if I don't do that, we don't grow. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. vulnerability is 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 what allows me to to open myself up to be close to her. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's when we achieve that closeness is what makes is is what makes the difference in this relationship than in the previous one mm-hmm. where in the previous one we were emotionally distant mm-hmm. um we weren't willing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. we weren't willing to show each other 
uh, where we might be uh, weak at or uh, or an area of our lives that was uh, less than because the other would use that, will will weaponize that. Mm -hmm. And so, but the vulnerability here is what allows me to uh, allow for closeness to occur. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the I think that's the 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 big difference between now and 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 previous relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh vulnerability is a lesson um that comes because I trust her. I I trust it with my heart. Mm-hmm. I trust her. Um like for the first time, I'm not having to wonder who she's on the phone, like who she's secretly texting. I don't feel any inclination to pick up her her cell phone and and, and just go behind it to see who she's texting when she's not with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't have any. She don't give me any reason to worry about her. And he doesn't give me any reason to worry about him either. Like we don't. I mean, beforehand. Right. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's been here secretly looking at phones and stuff like that. Like I could, there's freedom in, like we're open books to one another. Yeah. You know, we have passcodes, we know passcodes, you know, before, you know, you know, one would probably shake, you know, a man would probably be like, what you want, you know, what you want my phone? You know, (laughs) he's really like, oh, I'd be like, what's your passcode again? He's like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Cause I need to get something out of his phone and do something and, Mm -hmm. you know. And he just he he looks so confident. Like you should see his face, boy. When I got my when I have his phone in my hand, he's just like, "Yeah, I know I'm doing the right thing." Yeah. You know, <laughs> I know I ain't doing that. He's so confident mm-hmm. <laughs> and proud, and proud because he's come a long way. I've come mm-hmm. a long way, mm-hmm. you know. And so when you get that maturity, uh, when you become mature, oh, it's 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 amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the lessons. <laughs> Love that. Wow. Well, Katie and Andy, first of all, we want to say thank you guys so much for coming on our podcast and just letting us into your marriage and into your lives and being so open with us. Mm-hmm. But before we let you guys go, we do have one last question that we ask all of our guests. And that question is. Is marriage worth it? <laughs> With the right person, it is. Yeah, I would have to agree. It all is it's, it's person dependent. It's, it's that it's the it's the person. It's the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. it. It's the person. It's worth it when you have the right person. Yeah. Because if you got the wrong person. It's going to feel like slavery. Mm. And if not slavery, just a very unpleasant experience, you know, mm-hmm. a, a joyless relationship. is horrible. Mm. A, a relationship where if I'm at work, I'm taking my time to get home. Mm. I'm, I'm not really rushing to get home because I know once I get there is is it's just not a pleasant experience. Um, but when you find the right person and and it's not that you find the right person, it's what you allow God to do. I think the whole point of 
Mm-hmm. What we want to communicate today is if you're um, if you are in, on in, on the market for a a, a, a life partner, mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea to get God involved in that. Mm. To to give God the 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 reins to to lead the way, yeah, and not and not you just going after it in your own, you know, I, because I think our flesh gets in the way, mm-hmm. our fleshly desires kind of get in the way of 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 how to choose, and and and, and there's just certain things we overlook because our flesh just gets in the way, and then when you add uh, touch involved in that, it it it, it kind of it begin to impair your judgment and you begin to miss things, mm-hmm. but allowing God to, that's why the scripture says what God has put together, let no man uh, tear asunder. The whole point is what God, has, what God put together, what God has mm-hmm. brought together. Not what you brought together, <laughs> not what you tried to bring together, not what other people brought together, yeah. not anything that man can do. But what God Himself orchestrated and put together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with the right person, marriage is so worth it. So worth it. All righty. And there you have it. You heard it from Katie and Andy. Marriage is worth it with the right person. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Marriage Worth It. You can also email us at marriageworthit at gmail.com. I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And this has been Is Marriage Worth It? <laughs>